What need is there in of? What is the need of anything else? What is the need of any other scripture? So of course there are many other scriptures apart from Srimad Bhagavatam. But Srimad Bhagavatam is sufficient in itself for God-realization. As Srila Prabhupada notes in the preface to this work, that by studying the first nine cantos of Srimad Bhagavatam, one can become a completely self-God-realized person. Interestingly, Prabhupada notes, he, he says specifically that one should study, he should read the verse, the word-by-word translation, and the purport, everything. So, undoubtedly, there are many other scriptures, and devotees do read them. But, uh, in Bhagavatam, we find a full exposition of Vaishnava philosophy. Uh, all the points that are necessary for us to understand are there. All the uh, common doubts and the common uh, points of opposition which come up again and again and again over the ages are addressed in Srimad Bhagavatam. And although some supporting uh, verses may be there in other scriptures, or a discussion of some, uh, some minor points of contention are there in other scriptures, Again, everything required to become fully God-conscious is in the Srimad Bhagavatam. Apart from that, it is, it is the scripture which describes in detail the pastimes of Krishna, which is the most important of everything, important, the most important manifestation among all important manifestations. And specifically, herein, there is a description of Krishna's Vrindavan pastimes and the Rasalila. The Vrindavan pastimes and especially the, the all of the pastimes and especially the Rasalila have given rise to an immense body of uh, literature, visual art, drama, and uh, song and music. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu relished hearing Bhagavatam from Gadadha Pandit during the day and uh, at night he would hear the from Sarup Damodaran Ramananda Rai the works of uh, Chandidas Bhavabhuti Jaidev especially uh, Gita Govinda uh, Vidyapati and Ramananda Rai's Jagannath Vallabh Nataka and in the same vein of uh, describing the pastimes these are all works which describe the intimate pastimes of Radha and Krishna. Especially Gita Govinda is very famous. And later on in the same vein, uh, the six Goswamis composed more works describing the pastimes of Krishna. But they all, they're all based on the pastimes which are described in Srimad Bhagavatam. And in that way, they're non-different from Bhagavatam. So Bhagavatam is at once a a uh, <coughs> summary of of all Vedic knowledge, 
and a seminal work from which the whole uh, Vaishnav culture has sprung, especially the uh, the Gorya Sampradaya and the Vallabh Sampradaya. They give uh, greatest importance to the Srimad Bhagavatam and uh, Madhva. Madhvacharya also gives uh, much importance to the Bhagavatam. Uh, for some reason, Ramanuja didn't comment on it, although in his Sampradaya, even previous to him, there, there are... Anyway, it's getting a little technical. Anyway, in the Sampradaya, even previous to him, there are... Uh, in the prayers of the Alvas, there are descriptions of the gopis worshipping Krishna and other Vrindavan pastimes. So Bhagavatam has been tremendously influential in the spiritual life of India and, and continues to be. Bhagavatam and Ramayana and in the religious life if we want to make some differentiation the, the Mahabharata also. Now another reason why there's no need to divert one's attention to other literature is given herein in this verse. Ishvara sadhyo hridi avarudhyate tra It means that by cultivation and this word comes later susru shibhi Prabhupada here translates as culture that uh, by once, at once, immediately, by this cultivation of Bhagavatam, the Supreme Lord, using the words properly used here, becomes compact within the heart. One captures him within the heart. For who? Kriti bihi, pious persons. Susru shibihi, Srila Prabhupada translates this by culture. It uh, indicates a faithful serving mood. And tatkshanat, right, it happens, it doesn't take long, it's it immediately. As soon as one attentively and submissively hears, this, hears the message of Bhagavatam, by this culture of knowledge, the Supreme Lord is established within his heart. Kalena nati dirgena bhagavan vishate hridi. What's the beginning of that verse? It's an important, it says the same thing. Again, what's, do you know that? It's in the second canto, isn't it? Uh, sushu, shushu, bhi. It's the same, it's the same thing said. Sushu, bhi, shadadhanasya. No, that's another person. No, I'm not getting it anyway. That's the disadvantage of having a Kali Yoga brain. <coughs> anyway, it's the same thing is said in the second canto that, uh, that by submissively hearing the message of Bhagavatam, then kālena nāti dhirgena with, with it, quickly, with not after a long time, but quickly bhagavān vishate hridi that uh, the Lord, Bhagavan sits within one's heart. So we may think, well, this is a very high subject matter. That's true, it is very high subject matter. But it is accessible. This Bhagavatam is meant for the topmost Paramahamsas. But it's also written, it's Vyasadeva's contribution for the people of this Kali Yuga. In Kali Yuga, people are stupid. 
more than usual and rascalish more than in other ages. But nevertheless, Kalo Persons who have lost their vision due to the dense darkness of ignorance in this Kali Yoga will get light from this Bhagavad Purana, which is just like the sun. So it, it is, uh, there's no doubt, it's very high philosophy. And, uh, you know, it, it's amazing that uh, so many people every morning in Prague and in other places in the world gather to hear this philosophy. I mean, I doubt very much if you'll get so many people in the philosophy course in the university as, is, as are in this room. What do you think? You're a university boffin. So many various topics to study. Uh-huh. For each there are departments. I see. It's not just one. In the Department of Philosophy, it's like, you know, that's where you go if you're just completely useless. You can't get anywhere else. Anyway, in Czech, I guess, you know, they're pseudo-intellectuals, so they have a bigger Department of Philosophy. Czech's famous for beer and pseudo-intellectuals. <laughs> I learned something this morning. Since my childhood, I'd been seeing the word Pilsner beer. So I just learned this morning that it's from Czech Republic. The glories of Czech Republic. But that uh, so many people are gathered to hear this philosophy, it's, and, and not only gathered to discuss it in a theoretical way, but susru shibhi, in a submissive service mood, for, for improvement of their lives. <coughs> You know, sometimes you might hear lectures, for instance, of Sahotra Swami or Hridayananda Maharaj and think that, well, this philosophy, you know, is very difficult to grasp and very high. But uh, actually, I mean, the philosophy we discuss, it's way, way above that of the average Pilsner drinking person on the street. Of course, there are more high-class people than the Pilsner drinkers. There's also the, what, whiskey drinkers. They're considered more high-class, is it? They don't drink whiskey. Yeah, it's many many here. Vodka drinkers. Wine, wine. Oh, wine is high-class. But uh, we find that you know, what we consider straightforward, easy philosophy is, uh, is very difficult for most non-devotees to begin to understand. Isn't it? Do you all have this experience? You're trying to explain to people that we're not the body, and they, you know, they just can't get it. You all have this experience? So you're trying to explain, giving easy examples, and they're just bewildered. You see, Prabhupada, in meeting with intellectual people of the West, and just explaining to them, like, a, like you might explain to a child, and they just, you know, they just can't get it. Once in London, I was trying to explain using the standard example of the car driver. The car driver is different from the car. So the per the, the uh, great intellectual I was speaking to uh, came back, or he, he responded to me that, well, I don't think religious people should use cars. You know, just... Uh, how, uh, what do you say to such people? Therefore, prasadam ki And harinam ki People, oh, harinam, very nice. And they, get, they walk up and they have their photo taken with the devotees. 
then gradually they can become kriti bihi. Here the word is used by the pious man. Kriti bihi means those who have sukriti, those who have performed pious activities. It may be agata sukriti, like people who take prasadam and think it tastes nice, but they have no idea of its transcendental benefit. And it may be it may be gata sukriti that people have some idea of what is devotional service and they start to perform it. But anyway, uh, those who are uh, fortunate enough to have performed pious activities in previous lives and in this life, they can take to Krishna consciousness. And by this culture of regularly hearing Bhagavatam, they capture Krishna within the heart. But they have, devotees have to come to the platform of being able to hear Bhagavatam. This is called Shavana Dasha, or the stage in which one can, when one is qualified to hear. It may be that uh, some people, they, they have some idea they want to do devotional service, but they're not really qualified to hear. <coughs> they may think they're qualified to hear. And they might even hear attentively. But because they don't have a developed service attitude, even though they may be apparently quite philosophical, uh, they still they remain materialistic. So the, the whole point of Bhagavatam susru shuhu means that uh, the the submissive service at hearing with a submissive service attitude. If one doesn't have that submissive service attitude, then uh, or if one is not cultivating that submissive service attitude, then even though one hears. It is shunilena uh, shunekan that we hear, but we don't really hear at all. Narotam Das has made this comment. Shunilena shunekan. Even though we're apparently hearing, we're not hearing at all. There is a narration concerning Jagannath Das Babaji Maharaj. Jagannath Das Babaji Maharaj. That two young men came to him to be his disciples. He was known as Siddha Jagannath Das. He was recognized as a perfected soul. So two young men came <coughs> to him to learn how to do bhajan, how to perform bhajan, because they also wanted to become perfect devotees. At least they expressed that wish. So they came and submitted themselves as disciples, and they expected to be you know, extracted on the Bhagavatam and given beads to chant on and you know, just be regular Babajis. Instead, they were sent to the field to work hard. And when they t- told this to Jagannath Das Babaji Maharaj, he said, it's good, you're in the Dham, Mayapur, so, or Navadip Dham, so you, uh, you do some service for the Dham by cultivating some vegetables to offer to the Lord. So, after some time, they expressed their dissatisfaction to Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur, they had the opportunity to express their dissatisfaction to him. He said, you know, we, we came, we wanted to learn how to chant, and instead we're just you know, digging the ground, and uh, it's not what we came for. So Bhaktivinoda Thakur told them, actually you're not qualified to chant, so you do this service, and you know, when, when Babaji Maharaj says, then when he considers that you're qualified to then 
you can start all this hearing and chanting. We see that uh, Gorky Shodas Babaji Maharaj, he didn't accept anyone as a disciple unless they were practically on the level as, as himself, which is why he only had one disciple. If he saw any trace of insincerity or laziness or worldly inclination, he rejected that person. So, now what hope would any of us have to be the disciples of Gorky Shodas Babaji Maharaj? But we are disciples of Gorkishaw Das Babaji Maharaj in disciplic succession. Just like alluding to that uh, Ritvik Vard again, it's people say, Well, we're gonna be di- we're gonna be disciples of Prabhupada. You'll be a disciple of Prabhupada, that's all right, but but it's in the way that Prabhupada said to be the disciple, which is by being the disciple of the disciple. We're all disciples of Rupa Goswami, but through the Parampara, no disciple of Prabhupada is good enough for me. I'm better than all of them, so, you know, I'll just go to Prabhupada direct. So, uh, anyway, uh, Prabhupada, our own Srila Prabhupada, gave us this uh, process by which we could become disciples of Gorky Shodas Babaji Maharaj, which is otherwise impossible for us. I mean, not just because we're separated by time, but uh, we're separated by level of spiritual advancement also. <coughs> Although we're quite, uh, all of us, or most of us, are quite used to falling asleep in class, Srila Prabhupada, he didn't like that at all. Bhaktisiddhanta Sarataka always become very upset if his disciples fell asleep in class. And he gave long classes. For him, two hours was a short one. I mean, it, it wasn't unusual for him to speak for four, five, six hours at a stretch, and, and heavy philosophy. <laughs> and on top of that, most of his disciples couldn't understand what he was saying, because it was, <laughs> the language was so, and the concepts were so difficult. So it seems like, you know, a perfect situation for falling asleep in. But he didn't like it at all, because by attentively and submissively hearing the message of Bhagavatam, by this cultivation, the Supreme Lord is established within the heart without delay. Abhai Charan Dei of Calcutta, settled in Allahabad, went to uh, the Rajamandal Parikrama to hear Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. This was in Kartik in the year 1932. And although he couldn't understand much of what Bhaktisthan Sarasar was saying, he stayed and listened, whereas others, they excused themselves and left. Many, not some, some of them excused themselves, and many didn't even come to hear him. So a few months later, in Allahabad, when this Abhai Charan was introduced to Bhaktisthan Saraswati, that he is fit for initiation, Bhaktisthan Sarasarataka said, yes, I have noted him, he likes to hear. So Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati, he uh, he noted that this, he, he remembered that person, he was just, you know, one one person among thousands on the, well, he only came for one day and there were thousands of people at the Rajmandal Parikrama. But Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati noticed that this person liked to hear so Prabhupada said that because I heard nicely, therefore I can now speak nicely. 
even though, as he himself said, he often found it difficult to understand what his spiritual master said because his his language and his concepts were very difficult, expressed in a very difficult manner. So how this uh, how the supreme Lord becomes established within the heart by submissively hearing the message of Bhagavatam is stated in the second chapter of Bhagavatam. There are a series of verses. Let's read them. They're, they're, they're so important. We've all heard them many times, but let's hear let's hear them again. So we're starting from text twelve, isn't it? Starting from text twelve, to which Prabhupada gives a long purport, text twelve of the second chapter. So Tatshadadhana Munayo Gyana Vairanga Yuktiya Pashantyatmani Chatmanam Bhaktya Shutagrihitaya. The seriously inquisitive student or sage, well equipped with knowledge and detachment, realizes that absolute truth by rendering devotional service in terms of what he has heard from the Vedanta Shruti. So here that bhakti is uh, imbibed by the hearing process is stated by persons who are faithful. Shadadhana munio, which is, of course, is stated in this this sadyo avarudhyateta kritibhisu shushibhi takshanat it's 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 reiterating that point and jnana vairagya yuktaya equipped with knowledge and detachment that means kritibhi those who are accomplished it doesn't mean just you know any slob who doesn't follow anything, can just listen to this and become self-realized. Oh, actually... Oh, i get through here. Yeah, okay. Um, let's go forward a bit. Yeah. O best among the twice born, it is therefore concluded that the highest perfection one can achieve by discharging the duties prescribed for one's own occupation according to caste divisions and orders of life is to please the personality of Godhead. Tasmade Kenamanasa Bhagavan Sat Vatang Patihi. Therefore, with one-pointed attention, <coughs> one should constantly hear about, glorify, remember and worship the personality of Godhead, who is the protector of the devotees. So, ekena manasa, with one-pointed attention, this is again a feature of the susru uh, shibihi, those who are, are listening carefully and submissively with a service attitude. The word sattvata, which appears in the second verse, is repeated, it means devotees. Now, apart from hearing, hearing is mentioned here. One should hear about Krishna. Shotavya, he is worth hearing about, should be heard about. There's also uh, that he is to be chanted about, remembered, and worshipped constantly. So, when it said hearing, that it means, of course it means hearing, but it 
it often subsumes chanting, remembering, worshipping and so on. Because if we hear about Krishna, then naturally we'll want to chant about him, meditate upon him, worship etc., him, etc. And of course within the Bhagavatam itself, if you're here in the Bhagavatam, the Bhagavatam tells us to chant the names of Krishna, to worship Krishna, to meditate upon and remember Krishna. So these are all uh, natural corollaries of hearing about Krishna, to chant about him, remember him and so on. Especially hearing and chanting, these are so intimately connected that there's no real hearing without chanting and there's no real chanting without hearing. Then the next verse, Yadanu dhyasina yukta karmagrantin gandhanam chindanti kovidas tasya ko na kuryat kataratim with sword in hand, intelligent men cut through the binding knots of reactionary work, karma, by remembering the personality of Godhead. Therefore, who will not pay attention to his messages? So this is again and again uh, stating the benefits of hearing about Krishna. Susru show, next verse. Susu show shadadhanasya vasudeva katha ruchihi. Syan mahat sevaya vipra punyatirta nishevanat. O twice-born sages, by serving those devotees who are completely free from all vice, great service is done. By such service one gains affinity for hearing them. Hearing the message is of Vasudeva. So you'll note here again the word susushuhu, which appears in this verse. It's an important word. It's one of those important words we should remember. It comes again and again in Bhagavatam. It's a word of, yeah, of much importance. One who is engaged in hearing. And susrushaha, it's, uh, it's paired with the word shradadhanasya, with care and attention. It means with faith. So the result of uh, serving devotees is that one gains affinity for hearing the messages of Vasudev. Shrinvatang Swakata Krishna Punya Shavana Kirtanaha Vridyantas Tohya Bhadrani Vidhunoti Surit Satam Sri Krishna, the personality of Godhead, who is the Paramatma, super soul in everyone's heart, and the benefactor of the truthful devotee, cleanses desire for material enjoyment from the heart of the devotee, who has developed the urge to hear his messages, which are in themselves virtuous when properly heard and chanted. Nashta prayesh bhavadreshu nityang bhagavat sevaya bhagavat yutamashroke bhakti bhavati naishtiki. By regular attendance in classes on the Bhagavatam and by rendering of service to the pure devotee, all that is troublesome to the heart is almost completely destroyed, and loving service unto the personality of Godhead, who is praised with transcendental songs, is established as an irrevocable fact. Tadara Jastamo Bhava Kamalo Bhade Sja Chita Aitairana Vidhang Stitang Satve Prasidati. As soon as irrevocable loving service is established in the heart, the effects of nature's modes of passion and ignorance, such as lust, desire and hankering, disappear from the heart, then the devotee is established in goodness and he becomes completely happy. Evang Prasanna Manaso Bhagavad Bhakti Yogataha. Bhagavat Tattva Vijnanam Mukta Sangasya Jayate.
Thus established in the mode of unalloyed goodness, the man whose mind has been enlivened by contact with devotional service to the Lord gains positive scientific knowledge of the personality of Godhead in the stage of liberation from all material association. Now often devotees ask about this, that, that by hearing the, the uh, all auspicious things in the heart are practically destroyed. Well, why not fully destroyed, they often ask. But you will note that this is the first in a series of verses. That's the first effect. And then as one goes on hearing, the effect <coughs> is described, that, that the, the full realization is gradually uh, awarded to the person who goes on hearing. Pidyate hridya grantish chidyante sarva sangshaya kshiyante chasya karamani drishta evatmanishvare Thus the knot in the heart is pierced and all misgivings are cut to pieces. The chain of fruitive actions is terminated when one sees the self as master. Yeah, by regularly hearing, attentively and submissively, the knot in the heart is pierced. All material attachments are pierced. And all misgivings, all doubts are cut to pieces. Atovaya kavayo nityang bhaktiṃ paramaya muda vasudeva bhagavati kurvantyatma prasadanim. Certainly, therefore, since time immemorial, all transcendentalists have been rendering devotional service to Lord Krishna, the personality of Godhead, with great delight because such devotional service is enlivening to the self. So these verses give more detail on how by uh, hearing about Krishna, Krishna becomes established within the heart. So you may wonder, you know, why am I just reading the verses? We can read it ourselves. But this is actually the traditional system of reading. Most people didn't read, but they'd, they would have a Brahmin would read, and he would give a little explanatory number, mostly just reading from a text. And here and there may be some little explanatory point he would add. And in this way people heard hearing. So we uh, we have the text and we have Srila Prabhupada's explanations. And then we can add further explanations based on what we have heard. And this is the system of hearing. It's very powerful and important. If we don't regularly hear about Krishna then our ears will be like snake holes, as described in Bhagavad That means the, the frog is living in the hole and a, a snake comes in and gobbles up the frog. And the snake takes over. Thank you, Mr. Frog, for making this hole. And now uh, I've digested you and I'll live in this nice hole. So we shouldn't minimize this process of hearing and think it's not important. It may be that uh, some devotees are doing a lot of service and this and that, but unless that's all right, we should do service, but unless we hear regularly, then Bhagavan Dishate Hridi, the Lord sitting on our heart, that will not happen. He has given us this process for capturing Him within the heart. We can't, if we don't follow that, then we don't capture Krishna within the heart. So, uh, along with distributing many books, it's also required that at least some devotees become competent to explain the knowledge within the books, to 
to verbally explain it. It's very important that devotees regularly speak this knowledge of Bhagavatam in various towns and villages to various interested persons. Just like this Namahata program in the universities, in the schools, this message should be heard, presented by competent devotees. That will have its effect in due course of time. Hare Krishna. Any question about this, please? This uh, submissive and attentive hearing, is it just our inner attitude or is it connected with some activities also? Well, if we, uh, if, if we, are, if we have that attitude, then naturally we'll submissively and attentively engage in devotional service also. There may be some people who just come and hear, but they don't commit themselves. They just want to check it out, as the saying goes. But if one actually hears and accepts that message, then uh, naturally one will want to engage in the service of Krishna. Bhakti, after all, is not, it's not a theoretical, philosophical activity that is uh, manifested as service to Krishna. Hearing is one kind of service, but there are many other services to perform also. <clears throat> Does hearing about Krishna include hearing about his devotees and paraphernalia? Of course. Yeah. Krishna is not alone. Rasa means that uh, Krishna is a, Rasa is produced by interaction with others. Bhakti means there are bhaktas. Devotion means that there are devotees. And if we hear about devotees, then certainly we'll think about Krishna, because devotees, their whole life and the very meaning of their life is Krishna and service to Krishna. If we try to explain the life of the devotee without uh, without showing the transcendental purpose and motive there, then we, we haven't understood the devotee at all. Just like, for instance, it might be possible to write a biography of Bhaktivinoda Thakur as a, as a magistrate and an administrator, but that doesn't tell us anything about his transcendental life, which is his life. So it's good that you're all regularly hearing the message of Bhagavatam here. Uh, in many parts of the world, in our in and around our ISKCON society, there are many strange ideas floating around, uh, which is not manifest here. So that's good. That means that devotees are concentrating on hearing and chanting about Krishna as Prabhupada taught us to do. We shouldn't try to compromise the path of devotional service and think that it's all the same. It is a kind of austerity to listen to the Bhagavatam every day because we often think that, well, you know, I could be doing something else. But by regularly hearing the Shastra and the association of devotees, then we go straight, we remain straight and safe on the path to Krishna. If we don't uh, regularly hear the message of Bhagavatam as it is, then we'll become susceptible to the various philosophies uh, of this world. 
Yesterday you mentioned it's not good to read bits from this scripture, that scripture, and jump here and there. And this question is, uh, is it does it concern also bona fide Vaishnav scriptures? Oh yes. And why? So. Yeah. Did anyone hear the question? Well, it's a question of attitude. The idea that I'll pick a bit from here, I'll pick a bit from there, and I'll, I'll demonstrate my learning without any serious motive to study it. It's, it's whimsical. Hmm. Without going very deeply into the subject matter, we just take a bit from here, take a bit from there. It's, it's, uh, it's not a devotional way of hearing. Of course, we find that the six Goswamis, they quoted, just like uh, in Bhakti Rasam, they, they quoted various scriptures in their books. Yeah. So, uh, just like in Hari Bhakti Vilas, this Varaha Purana, maybe there's two shlokas quoted from that, two or three shlokas. But uh, to find those shlokas, Presumably, Sanatana Goswami, Gopalbhata Goswami, had to study the whole Varaha Purana. So they've done the work for us. We don't even have time in our lives if we wanted to read you know, all the Puranas and like all the Vedi, all the Vaishnav literature. And apart from the fact that it's not translated, and most of us don't know Sanskrit and Bengali, even if it was translated, to find time to read it all, where's the time? Therefore, because the essence is. Uh, here in the Bhagavatam then we stick to the Bhagavatam yeah anything else then Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare Shishri Nittai Navadi Prachandra Ki Jai Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai Shri Bhagavatam Ki Jai Salveta Bhaktavindaki Hare Krishna. Thank you very much to all the devotees for listening attentively and faithfully. <laughs> By this cultivation of spiritual knowledge, the Supreme Lord will be established in everyone's heart without delay, if not already done so. That is the blessing of Vyasadeva. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much.